fuck a duck. <laughs> Speechless, with nothing to say. We're doing a drinking game. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're listening to Sad No. <laughs> and I was full scale at 22, and I was like, yup, cradle snatching, Auckland Zoo missing their cougar. You're in the hot seat. Oh, fire round. If someone doesn't want to be with you, why would you want to be with them? Welcome back to another episode of Sass with Cass. All right, guys, welcome back to Sass with Cass. Welcome back to Sass with Cass. Welcome back to Sass with Cass, everybody. It is an incredible, incredible day right now. I am looking at the most beautiful afternoon. It is sunshiny sunshine which we haven't had in an absolute minute in Auckland. It has been pouring with rain. The other thing that is new is I'm actually recording this from my bed. And this has been one of my biggest dreams for quite a while now. And it was inspired by two podcasts that I really look up to, which is Emma Chamberlain's Anything Goes and Call Her Daddy, which I'm sure you've all heard of. Both those podcasts started with the creators in their bed and they record on this kind of handheld mic and recording device contraption. And I saw it on Emma Chamberlain's Architectural Digest. They scanned over her bedside table and she had this handheld camera, like like voice recorder. And my friend Sean and my friend Matthew, Matthew edits my podcast, Sean is just like a tech wizard, helped me track it down, helped me get this set up and... I finally have it and the reason why this is so important to me is I feel like I have some of my best ideas in my bed. I feel like I kind of rule the world from my bed. Like it's in these moments where it's just me and my room and I can decompress that my thoughts flow the best. Normally when I'm recording a podcast I'm either in the studio which I've cut back on a lot. It's obviously expensive but I mainly do that if I have a guest or I'm sitting at my desk and there's something about sitting at my desk that doesn't feel as personal or as much flow or as much realness and I don't connect in the same way that I connect when I am in my bed. So I am recording, I am like achieving my dream and I'm talking to you with my handheld mic and my device and my bed. (laughs) I actually recorded I don't know how to use this new recording device, right? Like not fully. It's like it's like more high tech than I'm used to, I guess. And I recorded a full podcast for you on Sunday yesterday and I didn't save it. So that entire podcast, which was a really great conversation, it's about how your thoughts manifest in your external beauty and your trauma connects to your external beauty, especially in relation to acne. Um, so I will be re-recording that to get that out because I feel like it's a really important conversation but what I wanted to jump on the mic and talk to you about today is something that came to me really strongly about midday today and I was just sitting in my sitting at my office at my work desk just manifesting this thought in my head of what I kind of feel like we're going through as a collective consciousness and I felt the need to speak on it not even really sure who this is for this is definitely not really edited or thought through or produced but I feel right now that there is a massive sense of people feeling a huge gap between where they are and where they want to be and 
a lack of ability to action the things that you really want to action or be who you really want to be. I think collectively across the board right now a lot of us are pretending and a lot of us are acting and I think a lot of us almost feel like clowns that we're letting ourselves down that we're not letting our own authentic true light shine through one thing that really clued me up to this it was a story that I heard Tyler the creator I'm a huge Tyler the creator fan story I heard Tyler the creator talk about on his most recent Converse interview in Australia where he told the story of he walked into a restaurant and a guy came up to him this was kind of early on in his career and was like oh I've seen the videos you make you're, you're like really funny I've seen you on this tv show called ridiculousness and at that time Tyler had vine and he was putting out really funny videos some of you might have seen his videos with ASAP Brocky he used to do kind of like funny little skits and right before he went to this restaurant and this guy had come up to him and said you're that guy from that tv show you're so funny Tyler had actually composed an entire string section as in like a string quartet from a symphony about 30 minutes beforehand and he looked at this guy and he had this realization of oh my god how I'm presenting myself and who I am to the world is not actually how I see myself because he saw himself as this incredibly competent talented musician and the world saw him as the funny guy so he made the decision for the next year and a half to two years to not put out any more funny content and if you're an OG Tyler the Creator fan or you know anything about him you may have noticed that those funny videos of him stopped because I definitely noticed I love those videos he's a hilarious personality as well as a musical and creative talent but it was insane to me to hear that he consciously chose to no longer put out funny videos of himself because people were perceiving him as the funny guy when he knew deep down how talented he was and how much he had to offer and he wanted to adjust the perception of himself and when I heard that story of being misinterpreted and considering yourself something that others don't consider you as it really 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 hit home and it hit home for me because I'm a writer I love writing I love speaking I love teaching I love conversations like this and more recently over the last few years I've been doing a lot less of that and the reason I've been doing a lot less of that is because I have been so bogged down in fear, in fear of what other people think, in fear of rejection. I have become perfectionistic. I've put so many standards on myself, laziness, um, not prioritizing the things I need to prioritize. And I've also gotten completely swept up into what was making me money and what was making me consistent money, which is a career in social media. So I have poured a lot of time into that and that that's no problem it's completely fine but when I heard this when I heard Tyler say that I just took inventory of the fact that I have a gift and a talent and something I love so much and I am not doing it and I'm not doing it purely just because I don't think I'm good at it anymore 
or it's not going to hit the same or I've had so much success in it I'm never going to have that kind of success again or I have to write how I always used to write I have to put out the same books and it suffocated me it's completely suffocated my voice and I have become so trapped in living a somewhat superficial life right like as much as I enjoy social media at times the thing can be fucking terrible like it's a marketing machine it's designed to make you feel not good about yourself to always be pushing the next product and I notice a direct correlation with the amount of time I'm spending on social media and my mental health and the less time I'm spending on social media the better I feel about me so it really hit home to how can I adjust who I am? No, well, how can I adjust what I'm presenting of myself externally versus my complete and innate truth? So if you're sitting here and you're listening to this, and I'm pretty sure the title of this talk is going to be something along the lines of how to bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be. The first thing that I think often we can get really caught in when we think about goals or manifesting is the fame and the handbag and the car and the plane and all those things that we think are going to fill a gap in our soul when the gap is there because of those things in the first place because we're seeing people with those things and we think that we need to have them in order to be good enough and you don't you are good enough just as you are. So the act, we're, we're so focused right now, I feel, on things that are a byproduct. Like fame is a byproduct from being such a successful and unique and authentic voice, right? Someone like Kanye West is famous. Someone like Taylor Swift is famous. Obama is famous. It's because of something they did and I notice a lot of people, myself including, walking around being like, oh I want fame or I want status or whatever. What do you want that for? What are you offering to other people? How are you actually going to help the world? People who are famous or people who have status are people who have given back and that is what's coming forward so much to me right now is the key to life is giving. What can you give? How can you be more heart-centered, right? There's an immense focus on material possessions, small things that we think are going to make us feel better. Manifesting money, manifesting cars, manifesting followers, all these things. And if you want these things, it's no problem. I want those things too. But I want to ask you, like, what are you doing to deserve them? What are you doing that is inspiring and enlightening? Because every single one of us has our own truth and our own purpose. And I know you listening to this, you have a light inside you, right? You have a voice inside you and it speaks to you and you hear it and then you get up and you walk down the road and you see it in the window. You think of a number, it's on a license plate, it's on a car, it's on a billboard, you're, you know that there's a calling within you, you know that there's a story and a voice and an intention and a purpose 
And I want to challenge you today before this year ends, before 2023 comes in. Are you the version of you or are you at least on the hill of climbing the version of you that you know you've come to earth to be? Or are you asleep? Are you asleep and is your judgment crowded and are you spending too much time on things that don't light you up, on people who don't love you, who talk shit, who gossip, who put the worst ideas in your head, on social situations that make you consume things that you don't even want to consume, to to be a version of you that you don't even want to be, where is your attention going? Because if there's one thing that I know, it's that where you place your attention is where you place your life, is where you place your energy, is where you place your soul, and that is what grows. So if you place your focus, if you're constantly putting it on something that isn't actually your true soul's purpose, all that's going to happen is that's going to get bigger. And that's really where I feel that I am in my life. I've been sitting here and thinking one day all my writing and all my creativity and all my books and all my ideas for books, all of that's just going to happen. And it's not going to happen. If I'm constantly turning to the right and creating brand deals and content and photos and I'm not putting any time into my voice and what I love to share and teaching and writing and creating how could I ever expect that to grow like I am literally watering the wrong garden and I'm so glad that I've had this awakening and I've had this epiphany because enough's enough it's been too long I have been literally asleep at the wheel I can't even believe how superficial I've been living my life. This is so rogue. Like even just me getting on this mic right now and saying this, I have no idea why. But my point that I know is true is that if I've been doing this, you probably have been too. Like where have you been asleep at the wheel? What have you been letting get through and get into your head without paying any attention to what's plaguing you you know these thoughts can make you sick this time you spent glued on your phone constantly comparing yourself to girls and what they wear and what they look like and their images this can make you sick like this could be your life are you really keen to go down in your grave and think oh my god at least I got that new skirt that was on trend you know what I mean like I just it's so easy to live in the superficial and I'm challenging us today to get out of that because I don't know about you guys I feel like I have been going around and around like in a merry-go-round where I have just been caught on a track but nothing's actually going forward nothing's actually building like what are you not doing who are you not being where is the disconnect That vision of you, like when I say the difference between where you are and where you want to be, scale that back completely. Get away from, oh, I want to be like living in LA and like going on super yachts and affording like Hermes Birkins. Like that's not a vision of the future. Those are all 
byproducts. Those are byproducts of things you can have if you're living in your true purpose. So what is your purpose? What is your vision of your future? Where is your heart? Where are you heart-led? Where do you get that feeling in life where things just flow and it kind of comes easily even though it's hard but it warms you up and it's a scented feeling and it's a loving feeling and it it literally comes from your chest. I guess it's the thing that wherever you feel the most out of your analytical mind, this concept of overthinking, like I don't even really know what overthinking is. My mom hates the concept of overthinking. She's a psychologist. She's like, it doesn't exist. But we spend so much time in our minds like I just can't get over it churning over these ideas and think about all the times you just sit and you just dissect with your friends and you just overthink and what does this mean and how can I out logic all these things. I think so much of your purpose is when, I mean even if you have to use your brain, there's a massive difference between your mind and your brain and if you have to use your brain to think strategically, of course, like when I'm writing a book, I'm thinking strategically. When you're doing that, you're thinking strategically. But how, what in life makes you feel like you don't have to dissect it and you don't have to understand it from every angle and it doesn't have to be perfect and you can get so consumed in it. It's the thing that like, It feels like you can just sink your teeth into it. That is, that's an example of your purpose. And so I honestly want us to take the space, especially before the new year, to think, how do you define yourself? Like you define you, right? Think about the Tyler, the creator story. He wanted to be seen as one of the most talented musicians. So he set out to prove that's true. That's how he defined himself. That's how he wanted other people to see him. And I guess before I heard him say that, I had never actually put thought into that, I guess. I had always thought that just how I see myself was naturally going to be how I came across. So there are pivots, right? There's always going to be pivots. There's going to be okay, adjust, okay, adjust, okay, people see me as this thing that I'm not, adjust. And it's going to mean going against the grain. To live heart-facing life first, you're going to have to go against the grain. I think the thing that has been coming forward for me a lot is fear and living in such a fear-based way for so 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 long and I know if I have that means you have too in life there are literally two buttons there is love and there is fear and you are always going to be able to hit one or the other and I know which one I would rather be hitting to live with love and to lead with love and to create with love you can never go wrong if you're sitting here and thinking oh my god Cass like it's not that easy for me to quit my job and start following my purpose and blah, blah, blah. And if you're thinking that, that's exactly what I'm thinking too. Again, this was a Kanye example and he said that if you're acting in love, you're like one droplet of water and who do you have as backup? The whole ocean. But if you're acting for money, you're just a man with his briefcase. 
So even if you have all the money in the world, you have the biggest platinum Amex freaking Visa card ever and you stand at the shoreline and you sit there and you hold your briefcase and you hold your credit card and you go up against the whole ocean, who's going to win? You know? And it's the truest, truest, truest thing. I just think as a whole, we've been acting in the complete opposite of love and intention and purpose and we've been acting so much out of ego and playing small and keeping ourselves small and being dissectable and digestible so if there's one thing you take from this honestly it's to trust your gut because your intuition is there for a reason you have this messaging for a reason you're listening to me say this right now for a reason you've randomly clicked this and found your way onto this and you've listened to it this far that something's resonating for a reason so be who you are not who your family wants to be or who your friends want you to be or who the media wants to be or society or your job or your high school or the area you lived in. What has God put inside you? And when I say God, that is such a provocative term. So apply it to anything, source, spirit, angels, the holy, whatever you want to apply it to. But what is your light within you? trust that trust that it's there for a reason trust what it's telling you trust your messages trust who you are something is trying to tell you to be the biggest boldest fucking star you ever can be everything in life is telling you to shine and in a path of complete darkness, take 100% accountability and 100% responsibility that sometimes the person who is finding the darkness in a world of light is you, right? Sometimes you are the person to blame. Take full responsibility for what you are creating. Take full full responsibility for the fact that you don't actually really believe in yourself that much hardly ever or you would be doing the things and putting yourself on the stage and you would believe in what you have to say take responsibility of the fact that you're not that confident and I'm not talking about getting dressed up wearing some crazy outfit and going out with your friends or posting a sexy photo I'm talking about self-confidence I'm talking about innate worth of actually being able to voice your concerns and communicate and lean into vulnerability, right? To say the really hard shit, to stand up for yourself, to put in boundaries. That's self-confidence. Self-confidence is teaching people how to treat you. Literally. To not getting walked over, to cutting things off when they're not working for you. And this is what I, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm saying this is like, we have literally as a collective been apart from key personalities. There is so much fear right now. If you feel trapped and you feel so far from who you think you should be and you're waiting for a train to come and pick you up 
and it has never come and it feels like one day you are waiting for something big like you literally sit in your bed and you wait for the storm or the cloud or the knock on the door or the phone call or something that's going to jolt your life and change your life and take your life and make it to exactly what you want it to be I want you to know that there is nothing coming that that phone call isn't coming, that the knock on the door isn't coming, that the only person who can save you is you, that the person you've been waiting for is you. And that sounds scary, and yes, it's scary, but what I'm talking about is making a conscious choice, consciously choosing to change your reality and take responsibility and take what you have and make it what you want right? There is no external situation that's going to change that. There's no amount of money and no yacht and no, I'm going to move across the world and things will be different. Trust me, I've moved across the world three times. Every time I've ended up in a new place, I've sat there and I've thought, here it is. All my shit is here. Every doubt I have about myself, every insecurity I have about myself, every fear, every negative narrative, every projection I place on other people, on myself, every piece of my trauma, it gets on the plane and it goes with you. And you are absolutely kidding if you think it doesn't. So the act of escapism is a beautiful one. I am all here for traveling. I'm all here for running across the world. But there is nothing that can change in your external world that will ultimately change your internal world other than making actual choices. So when you're going into this next year and this next phase of your life, start to think, where can I consciously choose to make adjustments where is my time going who am I being how does the world see me versus how do I see me and start praying pray to God pray to spirit pray, pray to your angels say show me what I need to see show me who I need to be show me where I am of the most service show me where I can spread the most love show me where I am heart-centered show me why I'm here show me show me what the fuck I am meant to do okay and then you go to the next place and you take the next step brilliant okay stand there learn assess adjust thank you God spirit angels next place stand there learn think adjust you can literally save the world but I think all of us right now are thinking too small and we're focusing on things that are too small and the time is now to be the best you. You are wasting time. That's the one resource we don't get back. The literal one resource we don't get back. Everything else you can get again. Like literally everything else you can get again except for your time. So think about where it's going. Think about where it's you're focusing. And if you're if you want to know where you are in life, look at what's showing up. Look at where your relationships are at. Look at how you're being treated by other people. Look at how many opportunities are presenting you, to you. Where are things flowing? And just because some like area of your life is flowing doesn't mean that that is like, okay, this is going really well. I have to only focus on that thing. That means that a lot of your time and energy is going there. And think about, do I want that river to flow? 
is that the right river for me to be putting attention in? Is that where I want flow to go? Or do I want to adjust? Do I want to go over here? Do I want to put time and energy into something else? Now look at what's showing up for you, right? Look at where your relationships are at, your friendships, your relationship with your family, loved ones, romantic connections, romantic relationships. Look at your job. Look at how you feel. Are you inspired? Do you sit in meetings and get tired? Do you sit in meetings and feel ignited and feel that fire and feel that flame? Because if you're sitting in your work and in jobs and you are not feeling excited about what you're doing, leave as soon as you can. Like that's the one thing I've learned. If something doesn't feel right, leave, get out there. And as you grow, you're going to start to find new stages and things that are going to level up with you. But you have to find faith. We all have to start pushing past this collective fear and this stubbornness. And so much of it, in my opinion, is linked to what people think. I don't know if you can resonate. Fuck that. Are you kidding? I am literally refusing to spend the rest of my life trapped in this impossible fear of what people think. And the craziest shit is like... Everyone is so focused on themselves, dude. They are so not interested in what you're doing. It is crazy. Like in my day-to-day life, the amount of time I spend focusing on me and thinking about me, berating myself, being so hard on myself, being my biggest critic is like exponential compared to how much time I spend thinking about other people like I very very rarely would go on social media because that's the easiest way we're going to judge someone and care about you know what they're doing or whatever it's so rare that I would go on that app and see someone someone's posted and be like that sucks like I might be like oh that like that's not really in my taste or whatever but do you really genuinely go on social media all the time and just shred people maybe you do maybe people I'm sure people like that exist personally I don't like off the, the amount of judgments I pass on people obviously I judge people I'm a human being but it would be like one to one million like the amount of people who I just click and I scroll through and I don't even care for two seconds what they've posted or what they're like like I'm not judging them But when it's you and it's your turn to put yourself out there, you can apply this example to literally anything, not just social media. When it's your turn to put yourself out there, you're like, I can't do it. Oh my God, everyone's going to see this. Everyone's going to think I'm so like nuts and rah, 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 rah. And no one's thinking that. It's crazy. And so we live our life in this box sitting here thinking, I can't do this because what will people think? And people aren't even thinking. And they're not even thinking about you. And even if they are, they're thinking about you for 0.5 seconds of a 24-hour day. Because we're so consumed in ourselves. Which is another fucking problem. How can we be more generous? How can you be less consumed in yourself? That would be fucking great to figure out. I don't know. If if that's what's holding you back. And as much as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm speaking to me. It's so stupid imagine literally getting to the end of your life and being like huh I am so happy I played it safe just in case Sharon Susie and Karen were gonna talk about me I am so happy 
I didn't do all those things. I am so happy I never accomplished my dreams because, hey, people didn't talk about me. Well, fuck, if people aren't talking about you, that probably means you aren't doing anything cool. Facts. Just for real. Blast past this. Get out of the safety zone. Get out of the comfort zone. Me speaking like this, me getting on the mic and saying this, I haven't recorded a podcast in a fucking minute. I am literally just channeling from somewhere. If you enjoy this, please tell me. This is just like full rant vibes. This is so out of my comfort zone, but these are the kind of things that I love talking about and I love playing with and I want to challenge anybody who follows me, anybody who listens to this, even if it's two people, 20 people, 200 people, 2,000 people, to get realistic with themselves to learn about themselves to understand themselves to fucking believe in themselves to become the person they have always wanted to be to drop the bullshit to drop the ego dance to drop the narcissism the materialism to look at your soul and to realize that you are here for a reason and it's about time you start acting like it right that's my purpose that's why I'm here I'm here to remind you who the fuck you are because you've forgotten. You've totally forgotten. And if you're listening to this and you're expecting some like soft bullshit of like five steps to manifest your future reality, like do you even know what that is anymore? Do you even know what you want? Let's start there. Let's start thinking about what you actually want as a human being right? Where is this going? Where is this ship sailing? Get fucking clear on that stuff. Fucking clear. Like it's time to get a notebook and a pen out and start to go deep within you. We are so surface level right now. Oh my god. Oh my days. Like just feeling the collective energy and looking out there and looking out on the landscape and looking out on even a lot of my friends, family, people I follow, my online world, my real world, there is so much surface level and I think we are so afraid to delve within us and to actually get deep. But to answer these questions, you need to get really, really, really deep. And I really want to challenge you to embrace the fact that you are not ordinary. You have never been ordinary. You are here to speak and dress and talk and walk and create things that are not ordinary. And the more extravagant and the more you that you are, the more authentic you are, Jesus Christ do things just line up. Do you know what I mean? Like those people who are just like captivating and who they are. Nine times out of ten, it's often like celebrity. It's often like, even like Jack Harlow. I'm just throwing people's names around today, honestly, for real. But Jack Harlow, he's someone with that like unique charisma. Dua Lipa, I don't know, whoever you want to think about, but they're people who stand so true in their power and who they are. Those are the people that the world is captivated by. Those are the people who are leaders And it's time that we all start embracing our complete, authentic and completely not ordinary versions of ourselves ASAP. So that's my rant. 
those are my thoughts. I had such a strong feeling to just share that because we are missing the boat, I think. And like the boat is still here, but it's kind of like, hello, are you going to get on it? And I know for myself that it is time for me to finally step into my power and step into my voice and share what I know I love sharing and speak on this stuff and that is my challenge and so I'm putting that on you before the new year comes out what is your challenge what is the thing that you are here to do that you have not been doing how are you going to get there I hope this has reminded you who you are and the fact that you are totally capable of it This is the thing, you are totally capable of your dreams. You are totally deserving of your dreams. They are yours. They have always been yours. They are your birthright. There is nothing and no one who can stop you from achieving them. Those are my thoughts for the day. I love you. If this made sense, hit me up and tell me. And other than that, I'll see you on the next one. Bye. (laughs)